Friends, in a few moments, um, we will put on our foreheads the symbol of both our uh, sinfulness and our mortality, but simultaneously the symbol of the victory over our sinfulness and mortality. The, the symbol of the cross on our forehead serves to both remind us of our own need for repentance and the prospect of our own death. But it also reminds us with the symbolism of the cross that those things have been conquered in the death and resurrection of Christ Jesus. And so this symbol that we do, and it always strikes me as odd that so many Catholics uh, show up, or you guys are the smart ones, show up at the end of the day. You know, you have to wear this around the rest of the day. We, we for some reason, desire to proudly wear this same strange symbol uh, on our forehead. And one of the things I was thinking about is how Jesus and the church are kind of like um, uh, masters at how to motivate us. Because sometimes we're only made motivated to reform our life by looking at the end, by looking at the trajectory of where we're headed and confronting that. But other times we're only inspired or motivated to change by just sticking to the process. Let me give you an example. I, um, uh, a time when I was motivated to change just by looking uh, at the end was a few years ago. I had, um, after four years of priesthood, I had gained a lot of weight. Okay, So it's not uncommon for a number of students to find pictures of me from when I first got here or when I was just getting here. And I was rather large. I had put 40 pounds on in my first four years of priesthood. So you know the freshman 15 they talk about? I did that for consistently like all four years of my first priestly assignment. And I don't know, I was having trouble getting inspired to change. And then, and some of you will know exactly when this is, but um, a younger priest of our diocese uh, passed away suddenly. And it wasn't even because of weight or anything like that. It was just maybe some health things. Um, but for some reason, his early death just like sent a shot through me to change. And I began the process a couple Decembers ago of, of getting into the fine physical specimen that you see before you uh, this evening. Uh, I've got ways to go, uh, but anyway. That's beside the point. But it was in contemplating the end there for some reason that inspired me. And that's what the ashes do tonight. The church says, okay, what? I know we don't like to think about it, but let's think about our death. Let's think about our death. Let's think about our mortality. Let's think about the fact that every single person in this room is going to die. Right? And that we're going to have to face the judgment seat of Christ. We're going to have to face life on our deathbed. And thinking about, did I spend my life right the right way? Do I have regrets? Have I have, do I have unresolved relationships? Did I wish that I had conquered certain habits and addictions that I never conquered? Right? Did I rely on the grace of Jesus enough? Right? We're all going to have to confront that question and confront the prospect of standing face to face before our Creator and giving an account of our life. That's what the ashes remind us of today. And sometimes that inspires us. 
like it did for me with uh, looking at death uh, from a fellow priest. Right? Sometimes that inspires us by looking at the end first, the trajectory, trajectory of where we're going and saying, I don't want to end up there. And that's enough of an incentive to change now. But I would say that a lot of times that doesn't speak to us as much. What speaks to us is the process. Right? This is kind of a big thing in, I don't know, in growing in certain crafts and so on, is don't, don't get overwhelmed by the end. Okay, Forget about the end goal, because that might be too overwhelming. Just focus on the things that can get you there, and focus on them in small ways, in incremental ways, and just make growth. And before you know it, you'll reach the end in the way that you want to reach it, but you, you, you didn't get overwhelmed by looking at the end. So maybe you don't love to confront your own death. It's not your thing. Then Jesus gives us the path by which we don't have to worry when we get to the end. The process. He says, here's the process. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, and doing those in such a way that it's not about bringing attention to yourself. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. These, these secret recipes, ingredients. Right? And I've talked about in the past how prayer combats the problem of pride. Fasting combats the problem of our obsession with pleasure. Almsgiving or charity combats our, our selfishness and our desire for power and control. And then doing it in a way that no one else sees it combats our obsession with reputation and with perception and approval. All of the major human vices, Jesus gives us the recipe that we focus on during Lent to combat. And he's saying, you don't want to think about the end of your life. You don't want to think about the, the symbolism of the ashes and death. Okay, well then focus on the things that I am going to guarantee you, if you focus on them, will prepare you for that end. You don't have to get overwhelmed by that. This will inspire you. This will inspire you. And so Jesus gives us those methods. Of course, they're meant to be lifelong and year-long things that we're doing. We but just focus on them in a really concentrated, special way. Uh, during uh, this season. So friends, wherever you're at on that, whatever generally motivates you and inspires you, maybe tonight as you get the ashes, you think, oh my gosh, I am going to die. I, I am going to die. And I'm going to confront Jesus. And what do I want to tell him on my deathbed? And maybe that inspires you to change some things you've been, been waiting to change. But maybe it's just thinking about the process and it's how am I going to incorporate prayer, fasting, and almsgiving and doing it in a quiet and subtle and secretive way? How am I going to incorporate that? And that becomes the process by which I reach the trajectory of the end uh, that I was hoping to reach. So here in a moment, as we uh, receive those ashes, right, it's, a, it's a reminder that we belong to Christ, that we need to repent, that we're destined to die, that we're destined to be judged. It's both a symbol of our mortality and our sinfulness, but more importantly, the cross, the cross that's on our forehead. And I realize sometimes it smudges so it doesn't look like a cross, but it's supposed to look like a cross, that the cross on our forehead is meant to be a symbol of the victory over our sinfulness and our mortality.